0: What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to Sporty Saturdays, episode number three. And this week, we are going to be talking about the NFL Combine as it's currently going on. Let's dive right into it. First off, we have Joe Burrow skipping the Combine. I mean, I think this has a very little effect. Everyone knows he's talented. Everyone knows he can make throws. I don't really think he needs to jeopardize anything right now, as he's basically a lock for the number one pick in the draft. You know, I really think that there'd be little to no upside for him participating in the Combine. But the reason the athletes skip the Combine is to not jeopardize anything health-wise and to not aggravate anything, aggravate any injuries, etc. Now, some of the pe- some people skipping the Combine, I think that they have more to prove. If you have anything to prove as a prospect, I don't think you should be skipping the Combine. It's, it's key to proving where your athletic stance is and how talented you are. Now, some other key names going into the combine that are skipping workouts are Chase Young, Thaddeus Moss, Joshua Uche, and Tua. Now, Tua obviously has to skip the combine. That was a nasty injury that he suffered late, late in the end of the season. Chase Young doesn't have much to prove as he was a monster in the college field. Uh, Thaddeus Moss is one that I do think should participate in the combine, because I don't think his stock is high enough to the point where he can really afford to skip the combine, but he was nursing an injury, so I think he, if it's best for him to recover, I guess that's good for him, but otherwise, let's talk about Chase Claypool. I don't think I'm wrong here, but I believe that he is six four two hundred thirty eight pounds, and he ran a four four two forty eight yard dash forty yard dash, a four four two. I mean, that's elite for someone of his size, and I think that he could be a monster in the NFL. I mean, he is a reliable, tight end. he can run incredibly fast, as shown in the 40 yard dash, and he has a lot of upside brought out in this combine. Jonathan Taylor is another one that I that really stands out. I believe he ran a four three nine, and with the size on that dude, I think he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, I believe first player, I believe one of the only players in NCAA history to have six thousand plus rushing yards in three seasons, two straight two thousand yard seasons. I mean, that dude's incredible. I watched him play currently. I mean. I've always been a Michigan fan, and he's been tearing up our defenses year in year out. And he's been a monster. Jonathan Taylor, he has been phenomenal—nothing short of phenomenal—in college football, and I think that he has incredible upside. People are saying that, like some teams, shouldn't take running backs in the top ten round, top ten dra- um, top ten draft picks. I think this guy's definitely a top 10 draft pick. Jonathan Taylor, watch out. Now, before I did mention Tua, where I think he is in terms of talent, he showed flashes of greatness. But let's keep in mind that he had one of the greatest talent pools around him. He had three star first round talent wide receivers in Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith, and Jalen Waddle. I mean, that is an incredible wide receiver core. And I, I don't think anyone in the country had a better wide receiver core than that. I mean, given, given the talent surrounding him, I think that Tua is overrated, personally. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I hope everyone's going to correct me. But I was watching the Pat McAfee show, and Ryan Leaf talked about how he didn't even have him in his top five. Tua, his injuries have been hampering him. That's a that's a red flag in the NFL. I mean, injuries can derail a career from like in, injuries can derail a career faster than anything really. I mean, that is the biggest red flag you see when you're on an, when you're an NFL GM you want to determine the longevity of a player. And I don't think Tua has much longevity in him because those injuries were nasty. I mean, how many surgeries has he had? Let's look at all the injuries Tua's had in his career. In October of 2018, Tua had a knee injury. In November of 2018, he had a quad injury that kept him out of a game. In December of 2018, he injured his left ankle. And then against Tennessee... Tua suffered another ankle injury. I mean, Tua's had so many injuries in his career, multiple surgeries. That's really scary if you're a GM. I mean, are you willing to take a risk on this guy? Sure, he's been an elite passer, but he's had incredible talent around him. He's not going to have that same offensive line on an NFL team. He's possibly going to take nastier hits from stronger players, with a weaker offensive line. I mean, Alabama had one of the best offensive lines in the country, and you can't deny that. They had one of the greatest talent pools, and he still couldn't make the postseason. That's not entirely his fault, as he was injured most of the time, but I really don't think he could make much of an impact on an NFL roster. I mean, if he's going to be taken, he's going to be taken by a team that needs him, like the Lions. The Lions don't have an elite offensive line. Therefore, I don't believe that Tua will have much of an impact on the team. Now, I really hope I'm wrong because Tua looked promising. The time that he did play, he looked like a promising player. And obviously, he's going to go in the top five, whether I like it or not. But I don't think that he's going to make it far in the NFL. Finally, to wrap up this episode, let's talk about my top five mock draft projections as of right now. First overall, no-brainer, I think that Joe Burrow is going to go to the Bengals. I really don't see the Bengals messing up this opportunity. And Joe's definitely, he's a perfect fit for this team. There was a narrative spun that he wasn't gonna play, but Joe's not like that. Joe isn't a diva. He is gonna play for whoever takes him, and he just wants to play football, because he enjoys the game. Now, people say that he wouldn't wanna play for the Bengals, but keep in mind, he's an Ohio native. Joe, he, he was on the Ohio State team, and he, he loves the Bengals. I don't think that he's going to refuse an opportunity to play for them. Now, whether what they do with him I, is up to the Bengals. They're known for ruining a quarterback's career. Carson Palmer had some things to say about them. But we'll see where that goes. Number two overall, I think that the Redskins are going to take Chase Young. He did decide against working out in the combine, but this is also a no-brainer. Redskins in need of a star pass rusher, pass rusher. And... Chase Young is just that. He is everything you want in a stud pass rusher. He's fast. He is he can impact the game heavily and what he does in the game has a huge impact on your team's success. Third overall, I think that the Lions are going to take Jeff Okuda. People think that he's going to that the Lions are going to take Tua, but I really think I the Lions think they're thinking of trading away Darius Slay. They need a corner to replace him. Jeff Okuda's their guy. I watched him at Michigan breaking up passes, locking up our receivers. And the Ohio State corner, he looked good. He, he never takes horrible pass interference penalties. He's a clean player, and he will lock up all of your receivers. So I think that's a no-brainer for the, for the Detroit Lions. Fourth overall, I think that the Giants, I think they're going to take C.D. Lamb. Out of Oklahoma. If you watch this guy play, dude can ball out. CD Lamb is just an incredible wide receiver. He's speedy, he's electric, and I don't think the Giants the Giants are in need of a star wide receiver after losing OBJ, and I think that's their guy. Now, fourth overall, I think I think that the I'm mean, fifth sorry, fifth overall I actually don't think that the Dolphins are going to take Tua. I think they're going to pass up on Tua and take Justin Herbert. If you look at Herbert, he hasn't been injured much of his career, and he's a safer bet than Tua. Tua, I don't think he's going to make it in the league. And the Dolphins are either going to try and trade up with the Bengals for Gerald Barrow, which I don't think that the Bengals are going to lose that opportunity, or they're going to draft Herbert. Herbert's a solid prospect. He can lead his team. He's a great leader. We saw his locker room mentality in Oregon, and I think that he's a better prospect than Tua, personally. His intangibles are great. He's a leader, he has a strong mindset, and he can take his team anywhere. Thank you for listening, and that will be all today. Peace.